This is GamerCast episode 372. Steam Sharing. This is the show recorded on the 3rd of March, 2014. Yeah, I'm your host, my name's Paul, and joining me again this week is Catherine. Hello. Oh, so what's happening? Stuff. Not a huge amount. A few things, which I'll get on with now, I imagine. Yeah, you do that. And you'll, you'll play that. I'll play <laughs> um, So to start off, Nintendo are closing down oh, no. some of their features for the Nintendo Wii and the 3DS, uh, 3DS, 2D, uh, DS. My God, I said this. I did this the other day when I was trying to say it to someone. My words are so jumbled. Um, so from the 20th of May, uh, they're closing a few online features. So the Nintendo Wi-Fi connection service is going. Oh, what, for the DS. Yeah. So for the original DS, um, Wii titles like Smash Brothers, Brawl, Animal Crossing, Let's Go to the City, and Mario Kart Wii will use their on- lose their online multiplayer, matchmaking, and leaderboard support. Uh, DS games include Mario Kart, uh, Metroid Prime Hunters, if anyone's even playing that anymore, Animal Crossing Wild World, and a f- Pokemon titles as well. There's a full list of games you can see on the Nintendo um, website where they list all 60 plus titles. They're also closing down the Nintendo video service that they launched for the 3DS. Do you know that? Where they, um, well, they had. <laughs> I like that your face is the game. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they launched a Nintendo video service for the 3DS where it was just free things that you download that they turned into 3D. So there were some music videos, wildlife stuff. There were just a few different things. Uh, they're closing that on the 31st of March. Um, and so, yeah, online matchmaking leaderboards for many Wii, DS, and DSi games will no longer be accessible. Um, other functionality, though, such as the Wii Shop channel and the DSi shop, are not affected this time but they may be down the line um, but of course any games that feature online play you will still be able to play normally just in a single player sense and not through online stuff um, so yeah I guess they've decided as Smash Brothers is coming out soon and Mario Kart's coming out soon on the Wii U that there's no need to support the servers anymore although of course it is nice that they've kept them up for quite some time now I suppose being first party titles though you'd expect it um, so yeah, there's that. <clears throat> I was worried that they were just closing down the shops altogether, so it would mean you kind of need to quickly go into the Wii shop and download all your games, but it's not. It's kind of limited, so that's good. Um, typing of the dead news. So, um, with their release of Typing the Dead recently on Steam, um, they've been doing a few different packs, and they've done a new pack, which is actually quite cute, I think. Um, it's called... The Silver Screen DLC Lexicon Pack. It's quite a name. Um, oh, this is for Overkill, by the way, of course, because they re- they released Typing Dead Overkill. I'm pretty sure it's for Overkill. It doesn't say there. Um, and the Silver Screen DLC Pack um, has quotes from films. Uh, so examples of Houston, we have a problem. Um, and what was in that image? I can't see... Uh, oh, it's also got names as well and titles of films like Royal Tenenbaums, uh, Buster Keaton, stuff like that. Um, and it's just something different to type. Of course, the standard kind of typing the dead stuff is really cool anyway. Um, but it's just to spice it up a little bit, and it's only one ninety nine for a huge pack. You're dancing with a cake. 
uh, for a pack full of new things that you can learn to touch type with. Um, so that's cool. Uh, Daedalic have announced a new game called Munin, which is a 2D puzzle platformer which uh, relies upon physics-based puzzles uh, along with Nordic mythology in a side-scrolling uh, camera type. Um, but yeah, uh, Munin is the raven messenger for Odin, uh, who had been stripped of his wings and transformed by Loki into a mortal go- uh, mortal girl, uh, which is kind of the I suppose the background behind it. Um, apparently, it's got seven seven levels across nine worlds, where you rotate environments uh, to move things about, <clears throat> and I suppose use just physics to get your way through it. Um, that's coming out in spring on PC digitally. Uh, Tropico 5, they're doing a beta test in March, which you can sign up to. Uh, we've got a link on our website to how you can sign up. Um, of course, there's still no release date for Tropico 5, and the beta test would, of course, be a good chance to see what the game's actually looking like, because they still haven't announced, well, released any gameplay yet. Um, so you can have a look at that, and try and do that. Uh, Carmageddon Reincarnation is <laughs> finally going to be coming out. Um, it's coming out on Steam Early Access on the 27th of March so in about a month's time um, and yeah you'll finally be able to give it a go of course some Kickstarter backers if you backed a certain amount will be able to get um, access to the game two weeks before the Steam Early Access release but if you weren't a backer you can always just pick it up via Steam Early Access um, for have I got a price here? no I don't have a price here um, but yeah, so come again, reincarnation, the game they've been working on since forever. Um, Swords and Soldiers 2 has been announced. Swords and Soldiers was originally released on the Nintendo Wii and then ported over to Steam. Um, and Swords and Soldiers 2 is coming out on the Wii U, um, so that's quite nice. Uh, it's, uh, I suppose it was kind of like a an early go at a 2D. It wasn't really a MOBA. It was kind of like a tower-based game. So you'd have your Viking people that... Were they Vikings? Yeah, they are Vikings. Uh, Walking walking from the left to the right. um, And you'd have different bases that you had to capture. And you you could send out new guys and they'd have special uh, skills and stuff like that that you'd unlock. Um, And it was a cool little game. Um, I picked it up back on the Wii, I think. Um... And yeah, so all they've announced is that it's coming out on the Wii U. Uh, there's going to be more information coming out soon at GDC in a few weeks' time, and it will be publicly payable at PAX East. Other Ronimo Games news, because uh, they're the people who made Swords and Soldiers and they're making the sequel. Um, their upcoming game, Awesome Nauts Assemble, uh, which is the PS4 version of Awesome Nauts, uh, will be coming out. Uh, on March 4th in North America and March 5th in Europe for 9.99, and that's a uh, another console release of Awesome Noise because of course originally it came out on 360 PS3 and then they ported it to Steam or they released it on Steam um, and then it did it did quite they did really well and then they had like a, a Kickstarter to do with their stuff and then of course were releasing it for PS4, so that's cool for anyone who didn't play it before. It's a, a side-scrolling MOBA game, uh, it's 2D, 
and you've got different bases like at the top and the bottom that you've got to defend slash take over um, and anything new there's 15 awesome nords in it 3v3 or you can do it alone with two friends locally um, or I think you should be able to play it with AI so I reckon uh, Pokemon news there is a new Pokemon animated show available on Netflix now I've seen loads of people on my Facebook saying that they've been watching it um, it's based off the black and white games Pokemon that is not the series that Paul enjoys Paul's really not listening uh, I am listening, oh, and Pokemon does not count as a good game. I know, but I said, Only black and white counts. Yeah, I know, as that's a good why game. I said black and white. The Pokemon version, not your your one you like. Um, but yeah, so they've put it up. I'm, I don't have a list of how many episodes there are, but someone had said how they'd watch like 10 episodes in a day or something like that. Um. Oh wow, okay, so have they put the whole backlog, or is it just... I know, just Pokemon Black and White. Pokemon! Um, yeah, for any po Pokemon fans and uh, Netflix subscribers. Um, episode 2 of The Walking Dead is out tomorrow? It's March 4th tomorrow, yeah. Um, so you'll be able to download that on the PlayStation 3 via the PlayStation Network... Um, have I got a release date for 360? This is such a jargony mess. Um, Tuesday the 4th on PC as well. Uh, oh wait, that's in America. Oh. Uh, so dates for the 360 PlayStation Network in Europe and the iOS App Store will be confirmed shortly. They hadn't been when I last looked, but they may have been confirmed today. Um, and also the PlayStation Vita version of Walking Dead Season 2 is tracking for release towards the end of March. Um, damn it, I thought that was that they'd announce the dates for us over here as well, but no. Just, well, I suppose if you're playing it on PC, you'll be able to download it from tomorrow. Just not if you're buying it on the console. Um, thief news. So it's not really so much news anymore, but I just wanted to mention it because I thought it was a really nice piece of, um, I suppose, marketing from Square Enix's part. Um, so they did this thing where in 10 game stores, uh, in the UK, so that was Stratford, Birmingham, Manchester, Sheffield, Southampton, uh, Lakeside, Norwich, Newcastle, Edinburgh, and Cardiff. They had ten kind of sturdy lock boxes, and people had the chance to attempt to pick the lock on the lock box. So they got the two little bits of wire, so the shorter bit and the longer bit, and they had to try and lock what well, unpick, unpick the box, pick the box, unlock it, get into it. Either way. Um, each box contained a different prize, so they could have won a PS4, um, a signed art book, a Vita for some reason, which isn't really related to Thief, um, copies of the game, uh, game vouchers and stuff like that. And I just thought it was a really nice kind of thing to get people to do. Um, I was amazed at how long it took some people to open the boxes. I mean, I can't say I've done... I've ever picked a lock before, but it would have been nice to be able to do it if uh, one of the stores was actually local to me. Because uh, then I definitely would have popped down to give it a go. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was a a nice thing that matches the game. Do you think? Uh, maybe. Did you complete it? Wow, that's short. 
You could play him. Oh, can you move him? Oh, maybe not. Oh no, he's just banging on things. Um, yeah, so I just thought that was a really nice piece of like promotion for the game. Um, yep, completed Octo uh, time ten minutes. <laughs> um, next up, EGX raised news. So they announced some of their talks uh, last week, which I think is really cool. Uh, mainly because I was waiting on this to try and find out what they're doing. So um, a list of what they've announced so far. So of course they've said previously they were having Dean Hall do a talk um, but that was all that they'd actually said um, so on Friday the 28th of March at 1pm there is the day Z talk there you go 2pm uh, there's a talk about volume which is Mike Bethel's new game at 4pm they've got uh, Tango Fiesta which is Spilt Milk Software's new game so I think Tango Fiesta was made at last year's EGX Res for the game jam that was done um, and then they've also got Angelina uh, which was an AI made by Michael Cook okay who, I'm not completing it oh who what well, if I'm getting this right who I believe made this AI make a game for Living Dead 20 what was the most recent shut one shut up Living Dead 28 was that the most recent one I can't remember whichever the most recent Living Dead was he had an AI that made a game for it and I think this is the guy um, which I thought was quite impressive when I read about it that he'd managed to do that have I actually got any information no, there's no information about that anyway introduce visitors to Angela Lena the AI that makes video games in the last session of the day that's what it says um, so that's cool then on Saturday the 29th of March there's Fear and Horror in Games which is a panel with Dean Hall um, Al Hope from Cre well Dean Hall from Bohemia Al Hope from Creative Assembly Will Porter from the Indie Stone and I'm sure up here it said someone else I don't know Oh, it just says features the likes of. So they may have more people on the panel, um, unless that is the confirmed list, I don't know. Um, then at 2pm they've got a Dreamfall Chapters talk with Ragnar, or Ragnar even, sorry, Tornquest um, from Red Thread Games, working on the newest uh, Dreamfall game, which of course was a Kickstarter last year or the year before. Um, he promises live gameplay, a new teaser trailer, and character reveals exclusive to Rezd. Of course, all these talks are supposed to be... Uh, streamed live via Eurogamer's YouTube and stuff like that. Um, and then at 3pm they've got an Alien Isolation talk uh, with Al Hope, Gary Napper and John McKellen. Um, the team leads will delve deep into the development of the game from its 70s lo-fi sci-fi design ethos to its recreation of Ridley Scott's original film. Uh, Alien. The game will be playable on the show as well throughout the weekend which is quite cool. Um, then the last thing that they've got on the Saturday is the Dean Hall live interview session that they're doing and then on Sunday the 30th of March they've got it doesn't say that does it no uh, a panel on storytelling in games however the speakers are to be announced then at 2pm they've got Oh No More Zombies uh, which is a talk about Zombies? Uh, Project Zomboid developer The Indie Stone and Day Z's Dean Hall explain why no one can keep the undead down. Um, and then at 4pm is the Creative Assembly Game Jam session where participants in the Game Jam will have spent all of the first day of the show putting together a game based on a single theme. 
and then they show off the game to a panel of judges in the audience like they did last year and they can win Intel Ultrabooks. So that's all their talks at the moment. Uh, one, two, four. I mean, they've still got some slots that can be filled if they're going to have a talk every hour because there's still 3 p.m. going on Friday. Uh, 4 p.m. going on Saturday as well as 3 p.m. on Sunday. But it depends on how much of the show they want to fill up with talks. Um, but that's cool. So then there's a few more things announced. They haven't announced really any other games, but there's a lot of... Well, actually, I'm going to mention one game that's been announced. Um, but they've announced... Sorry, I just keep getting distracted by just looking at your screen. <laughs> um... They've announced a few things, so I think we mentioned about the Left Field Collection last week. Um, and a little game called Gods Will Be Watching will be there. Um, and I thought I'd just give it a shout out because it's a game that was made for Lydon Dare 26 that was then uh, put up for like crowdfunding and they raised uh, 17,000 euros for the development of it. Um, and it's being published by Devolver Digital. Uh, and it's coming out in spring but they're supposed to have it playable there so I think that sounds quite cool because the game itself uh, was quite a nice Lim Dare title you put your foot in the sink who's Stacy? is that a kid? Uh, is it your wife? she's got red hair maybe then um, Pac-Man Museum has been released on PlayStation Network, Xbox Live Arcade, and Steam. So the Pac-Man Museum is a compilation of various Pac-Man games. Um, so it includes games like... Uh, have I even got a full list? I don't. Well, it includes classic Pac-Man titles as well as uh, the really cool uh, recent ones I'm not saying that the last ones aren't cool um, but so like Championship Edition and stuff like that um, and even a game called Pac-Man Battle Royale which I can't say I've ever played before um, but yeah so that's a compilation of a, a ton of Pac-Man games so think like Sonic Jam but for Pac-Man really and they've got Museum in the title um, Mario Solid 5 Ground Zeroes mentions uh so it comes out really soon because it's March 18th which is quite crazy um, but they reinforce the fact that the game is going to only cost $30 on next gen uh, current gen platforms and 30 on previous yeah so they're they're bringing things in line with the same costs, um, but you can also get it digitally for twenty dollars apparently, which is flipping cheap for a game that's coming out. Um, they've also said how those who purchase Ground Zeroes early uh, will receive exclusive DLC for the Phantom Pain. Uh, the DLC will only be available in the first batch of retail copies and for a limited time for the digital ones. Uh, the DLC will provide you with additional resources for a mother base area that will be available in the Phantom Pain. Uh, also in addition to anyone that purchases Ground Zeroes, you'll be able to unlock exclusive content within the game to carry over into the Phantom Pain as well. So they're kind of merging the two together, I guess maybe that's why the, they don't mind the cheap price, I don't know. It's just so strange, a company announcing the price of a game when, like before it's coming out. Because they they'd said before how cheap it was, and I thought it was very, very cheap. 
you checking out my games like what can I play next uh, did you have Game of Dwarfs on yes yeah, at the top hey. Um, Xbox One news the Twitch app is launching on the 11th of March Twitch streaming is launching Sorry, on the 11th of March twi- obviously the Xbox One already has Twitch oh yeah but I called it app as like a separate thing is it not separate or is it separate it's all part of the same app it's just you've got the streaming support okay. baked into the system well yeah well. so you're already able to watch stuff via Twitch um, actually yeah, that is an app isn't it in itself um, so Paul likes to watch Starcraft games we also watch the WCS well the is it WCS WCS tournament things IEM and the Intel gaming ones is that IEM um, we even watched another one the other day but it was a Some bit confusing Korean thing. Um, but yeah so you can watch like all the varieties of games unlike the PS, PS4 and uh, the PS4, you can only watch other PS4 streams. Um, and the Xbox 360, you could only watch like the, the top, top 20, I think it was, wasn't it? Top however many channels. Mm. Whereas it's quite nice with um, the Xbox One version because you can just, you know, watch someone who's got two viewers or something like that. Yeah. So like the like the website, only mm. nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the Twitch streaming adverts. is coming out. So you just tell it to start streaming don't you and then you get you a say all you have well obviously you you need to launch a twitch app and log into your twitch channel okay so it knows where to stream to it doesn't have any login stuff at the moment does it for twitch uh, i don't think it does is it i don't know i don't think i'm logged into it no. um but yeah you log in so it obviously knows which channel to stream to mm. um and then from then on you just say xbox broadcast and it just streams it you can then snap the Twitch application as well if you want to see the chat. At the so side. you can see what people are saying about your jib jab. They'd be um, like, oh, you suck. You can also, from the look of it, embed a video feed of you in the corner or mm. wherever so people can see what you're playing. But yeah, so it's launching alongside Titanfall. Um, it's coming alongside their general update as well, right? So their multiplayer update thing that they're doing, which is all the party stuff. And making that a bit more streamlined, I suppose you could Streamlined, say. easier to use, you know, just responding to yeah. feedback. And so that's coming... And making your friends list visible alongside the activity feed now. That's coming March 11th. Saving a button press. Um, then Games with Gold news. They've Microsoft have announced the two new games on Games with Gold. So the first game is Sid Meier's Civilization Revolution. So Sid, uh, Sid Meier, Civilization for consoles. And Dungeon Defenders as well. What's Dungeon Defender? Um, action RPG Tower Defense Hybrid first launched for iOS and Android before arriving on XBLA in 2011. Mobile shit then. Yeah. Uh, and then Steam news, which uh, you can... Yeah, so those who have got the Steam update, which is probably everyone by now, uh, Steam family sharing is implemented. Which is why I was playing Octodad earlier, because now I can play all of Catherine's games. Which is good. Yeah, so it's, it was a, it was fairly simple to do. I just had to log in on his PC. Well, you need to log in on the person's computer with your account. Mm. Authorise that computer to be able to receive your shared games. And then you just essentially check the other users of the computer to say, hey, this person is allowed to play it. So can I be logged into my Steam when you're playing games? Yeah, but if you want to play the game, I get a message booting me out of the game. And can say, I play other games? I haven't tried that. Okay. We can try it. We can do tests later. 
obviously you can't you definitely can't play the same game yeah because otherwise it'd be a really good way of playing multiplayer games <laughs> three. that would be very true but yeah otherwise it seems okay so far yeah I mean it'd be a lot easier if you could just go down your friends list and say hey I want to share with this this and this and this and this yeah just right click say share but that would also be open to abuse with oh yeah here you go mate I'll give you a couple of quid you can rent this game off me ha <laughs> ha but then as as we said earlier in the show I think we did um it really is kind of family sharing because you know you need to enter your password so your password is not really something you're going to just put in a chat message to someone not to something like Steam where you could have hundreds of pounds or thousands of pounds worth of games associated to it yeah you don't want someone nicking your account no Um, so yeah I think it seems alright I might have to see if Charlotte wants to do some sharing with me I'm sure she's got some games on her Steam that I'd like to play Paul now has access to my 300 plus games Woohoo! <laughs> so many good games. Like GTA 1, 2, 3. New releases this week. Uh, so, Crappy South Park is out this week. This is a really crappy game that probably isn't any good. Just thought I'd go on record and say that because everyone seems to be like getting hyped up about it. Yeah, people have been hyped up about it for ages, though, haven't they? Is it even current gen? Uh, no, I think it's last gen, isn't it? Then I'm not going to play it. <laughs> um, right, I'm just... Has I got a link? I mean, there's not even a link to it on here. as on, like, a main page thing. There is for other games, but not that. But yeah, lots of people are interested in it. But then you've got lots of people that still like South Park. I kind of stopped liking South Park. When it got shit, I when straight I, away. I, well, I was into it when I was in, you know, secondary school, when it was cool. Uh, yeah, it's coming out on 360, PS3, and PC. Um, it's like a it's an RPG, isn't it? Who cares? I just... I, it depends if, you know, you enjoy their humour, really. Um... Yeah, they're supposed to be going on Epic Quest. It's not really my kind of thing, though. Um, then next up, we've got Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, which is a new game in the Pac-Man series, uh, I suppose just coming out alongside the museum game. Is this current gen or last gen? This is last gen. This is Nintendo 3DS, uh, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and Wii U. Oh, Wii. and PC. Wii U. Um, so this Oops. is a new 3D Pac-Man platformer. Uh, doesn't look as good as Pac World because Pac World I quite enjoyed, um, but yeah. So a new Pac Man platform if you're wanting that. Um, then we've also got Atlia, Eshar, and Logi, Logi, Logi maybe. Um, the Alchemist of Dusk Sky. So alchemy, as you might guess from the title, if you're a fan of any of the Atlia series, uh, this is coming out on the PS3. Uh, it's an RPG series that's been going for quite some time now. They started coming out on the PS2 over here. Um, but in this, there's uh, two stories that you can play. So as you might guess from the title, Escher and Logie, if I'm saying it right, I'm probably saying it completely wrong. Uh, you can play through their story. Um, lovely anime cutscenes as normal and turn-based RPG battle system stuff uh, the trailer for the game is just like uh, a 2D anime thing uh, but it looks nice the game itself I can't really fault because the Atlia series have really nice um, kind of in-game models 
uh, in game models, uh, in game um, 2D doodads. Actually, the models look quite nice. Uh, but it's, it, it always used to be about the the chats that you'd have. There we go. There's an in-game screenshot. Um, yeah, they look quite nice with the bows. I'm not sure about the font. Um, and then we've got NASCAR 14 coming out on the PC only. Who cares? NASCAR for any NASCAR fans. And the Dead Rising Collection. Um, Which I'm going to guess is not all Dead Rising games. Um... I think it's yeah it's just all the old ones isn't that on 360 so all the old ones all two of them uh no three so you got Dead Rising Dead Rising 2 and Dead Rising 2 off the record okay so the DLC okay it was released as a fully boxed product was it yeah I've got a copy downstairs it's got Frank West on the front he's covered wars you know um so yeah that's all that's coming out this week. Um, no current gen titles, only last gen. No. Um, but I guess you know what next week is Titanfall week? Titanfall. So, huh? Titanfall. The way you said Titanfall, it sounded like you said doubtful. <laughs> doubtful. Like, but it is coming out. Um, so, yeah. That's kind of it. For the releases. It is, isn't it? And that's it for the show. So we'll see everyone next week when we review... You know, re- review my Steam list of games. Whatever games you I just find go through on the list. Steam account. Didn't like, didn't like, didn't like. That was alright. Crap, 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 crap. Indeed. <laughs>